people, and welcome back to Completely Fucking Clueless. Oh, I'm just so happy to be recording right now. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and I am one of your co-hosts. And I am the other co-host, and my name is Audrey Jean Flowers, and we both use she, her pronoun. Per, that is us. Yay. Oh, I just feel like really happy to be recording today. Me too. The sun is shining. Uh, It's so beautiful. New York has been so beautiful the last couple of days. It's just warming my soul because honestly, we only get a few weeks of this where it's like good between like 60 and 70s. You can like go out and not feel like you're dripping in sweat. I haven't been back in the Northeast for like spring since high school, Yeah, (laughs) obviously. And I forgot how temperamental it is, but also how just like on the days that it's not being in angsty little bitch how wonderful it is literally i was thinking the same thing i was like wow is spring like my favorite season now i can't handle i'm i'm a sweaty little girl we've been over this i can't handle summer you know what i want to know is this what it's like living in california you know how california people are like it's always a perfect weather but sometimes it's definitely too hot i bet I don't know. I, my brother lives in Arizona and he was like, he, he, my brother and his girlfriend are here visiting for the next couple of days. And whenever he talks about Arizona weather, like the other day, he was just like casually dropped. Like, yeah, we had our first 100 degree day in Arizona. And I was like, that would never be me. That's the thing. I'd rather deal with cold days than being, I can't handle, like literally even in summer when it gets up into the 80s and the 90s, especially like you will not catch me going outdoors. Oh no. I melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> I melted. <laughs> More like my makeup and foundation and oh. everything is melting off. I stopped wearing like eye makeup at all during the summer yeah. because it just so instantly melts off. Yeah. You know what? That's a goal of mine for this summer is to really perfect like a light, light makeup look because I am like a heavy wearer of makeup. Like I'm not even going to lie about it. I tend to wear lighter makeup. I actually, I've never really worn like full coverage foundation, but I yeah, have started like, wearing it now. Yeah. With like when we're filming stuff, just like if my skin is a little more like off or whatever, just like we're doing so much stuff on video that I just it feels like it makes more sense to wear mm. full coverage foundation. Yeah. But I'm excited with summer to get back to wearing like just lighter. Yeah, you you're really good at the light makeup stuff. Oh my god, thank and you. And like the freckles. The, the freckles. I know. With summer, more of my actual freckles will come back. So same. Same. I won't need to paint on as many. <laughs> wow, we're becoming more authentic by the day. <laughs> so how was your week? Tell me. Tell it's- us. It's been good. I had like a couple rough days over the weekend due to a complicated situation I'm not going to get into, but we did our like coping methods. We like spoke with friends. Yes, we went to Cinco de Mayo. We went to Cinco de Mayo. Oh my God, such good food, such good margs. Um, And like I spoke with my family on Mother's Day, which was really nice. So I'm feeling much better. The sun is out. My apartment is clean not counting my bedroom <laughs> but my plants are thriving this i just i'm feeling it i'm feeling it how was your, your week my week was pretty good too actually heck yeah actually no honestly <laughs> i feel like my life for the last couple months i've been feeling really good and really positive um heck what did yeah. i do this week oh honestly my favorite day this week was i went on saturday even though it was super rainy out i went with my partner olivia to um the natural history museum i don't know why but um our friend steph mentioned that she had went to the natural history museum last week and i was like wait that sounds like a lot of fun i went in december with my family and it was so much fun i hadn't been since i was a kid but i do so badly want to get specifically there was this like space show that we went to that yes we i, I found was there i loved the space I did show that, yeah but i also want to get a little bit still to go to the yeah. whole museum but especially the space show i think that would be it would be. I was thinking about that when I was there. I was like, wait, this would look I really just, cool high. I feel like it would bring me back to that childlike wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. But honestly, like as much as I love the Natural History Museum, it was honestly probably the worst day to go because it was raining. And so like half of New yeah. York was in there. And so I liked the space show because I really like the planetarium. I think it's really fun. And then after that, we went to this really cute restaurant. It's called Chibo Evino. I think I'm saying it right. The food was just okay, but the vibe. It was so cute for like a little date. And like they had a really cute bar. And it wasn't like uh, just a regular bartender. Like she was definitely a mixologist. She was like whipping those things out. So yeah. cool. It was so cool. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then Olivia and I were like, yeah, we're definitely not going to go out. We're too tired. And then she gave us an espresso martini. And I was like, Olivia, we got to go out now. And my friends were downtown at this bar. We met them there. And honestly, like 
on that's how I felt about Galinda the Good Bus last week. It's like it's those unexpected nights when you don't know that like things are gonna like really just be such a good time that they yeah. just really are. Yes. I, I love that. Surprise. I was living. I was like in this bar and they have live music and I was dancing the night away. I was like, I'm Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> I have been craving an espresso martini because we were we got drinks to do an interview with one of my friends yes. a week and a half, two weeks ago. And the original place we were going to go had espresso martinis. And I was like, ah, bless. And so I was all ready for my espresso martini. But then that place actually wasn't open because it was a Monday. So we ended up going somewhere else. That We got an espresso martini, but it was like... It, uh, it was, wasn't that good. No, it wasn't very good. So yeah. I've been hankering for an espresso martini. Uh, I love them. I personally also just don't like mine. I figured this out that I don't like mine with Bailey's. Yeah, it's too sweet when it has it Bailey's. It is. Like the one that we got this past weekend at Chibo Avino was like a oh my god I highly recommend it's a true espresso martini like that shit was just espresso and vodka I love that that's why I was wired I was like hello world (laughs) (laughs) okay wait before we get into clueless moments of the week we have like a couple exciting announcements guys yes um so let's start off with we have an intern (laughs) we have an intern I never thought like those words would ever come out of my mouth i still don't think they're coming out of our mouths no but we have somebody that reached out to us hey tiana if you're listening her name is tiana (laughs) and she is helping us out with some stuff with the podcast yeah she reached she i think she found us through tiktok yes and reached out to us and we did like a little interview so we had our first we now have like a (laughs) scheduled like 9 a.m monday morning team meeting that we do so i feel really official i'm like we are official i was telling my parents i was like yeah, I have a meeting at nine. I have a meeting at nine. Don't bother me. And I also was just like flabbergasted. She set up a notion for us. And I was like, she's so smart. So smart. So neat. I was like, I need to like take this in through the computer. <laughs> Because I'm just not, I'm, I've become, it's funny because when I was younger, I was so organized, but as life has gone on, I have become less and less organized. I was crazy hyper-organized, but that was, I think, a lot of anxiety and depression. <laughs> and then I started medication and now I don't care as much. But I love that we now have a group chat. And I yes. mean, technically we had one beforehand, but it was just it was texting just Sarah. <laughs> um, so it feels legit. We also had like a little business call yesterday evening. Yes. So I felt so legit. I was with an actual adult and I was like, oh, I am. I'm a child I know both of us we ended the call and we're like why are we leprechauns I kept I was literally I was like I'm a goblin um but I I like took myself on a little like at home date I got myself sushi it was lovely yes you had a night last night I had a lovely night and then I finished editing and I was like par yes but the CFC team is expanding which is cool (laughs) and then today we were like do we talk about this but we're gonna just talk about it we have like our first ad that's gonna be integrated into the pod ah ah yeah, it's this app that reached out to us. This is finance app that you'll hear more about later when we have the actual ad. But yeah, I know this is where the imposter syndrome like really just sets in. Yeah. So we got this email back when we spoke about imposter syndrome last week. We had already gotten this email. We're in the process of like scheduling it. Yeah. And I know yeah. <laughs> my therapist says I need to be better again with all or nothing thinking. I'll be like, yeah, I'm so successful. And then the next second I'm like, wait, everything's going to turn to shit real, real fast. Absolutely. But we're trying to roll with the punches. Rolling our, with those punches. Our little team's expanding. I also had a good chat with my therapist about the podcast today. Aww. Or not today, Monday. Monday's a busy day for me. Team meeting, therapy, Monday, editing. Oh my God. Yesterday was so busy for me too. And I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice, but I literally have the worst allergies right now. And I think I was like not real yesterday. <laughs> like I was a ghost walking this earth. <laughs> We love that. I was unwell. I was I was amped. I'm all of a sudden the last and I know exactly why it is. JC Marie Smith, is that her name? Yes. We've like followed her stuff for a while and she was like one of the people who sort of inspired us for this podcast. She totally. has her own podcast. And I just the other day, like I was having a rough weekend. And so one of the things I do is I, <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube when I'm having rough times just to like make my brain distracted oh, yeah. so that I don't like spiral. So I ended up watching like all of her recent vlogs and so <laughs> she like made matcha in it and I was like you know, I'm going to try making matcha again. So I've literally, I think in the past 36 hours had like four matchas, which is probably too much, but it's my new obsession. So I love that. And you and JC have a very similar style. I mean, it's not just the red hair, but it's it, a lot. The red hair it is the but red hair. Yeah, it is. I would say mine's real. 
I'm such a bitch. Wait, oh yes, we Hers talked about. Died. I did not know that. It looks super natural. No, it does look super super. I feel natural. like it honestly looks more natural than mine somehow. <laughs> but I would say her freckles are more natural than mine are. Mine are more painted on. But I love the vibes. I love the energy. She loves pink. So yeah, yeah. I, I forget love- where I was going with all this, but I'm now obsessed with matcha. I love that for you. Thank I know you. my um YouTuber, my YouTuber, my YouTuber of choice when I'm like feeling down, and this is probably bad. Is James Charles? I don't. <laughs> I've been watching these videos in a long time. I don't know why. Like I don't know what it is about his energy. Obviously, he's attached to a lot of different controversies, but I don't know. There's something about his vibe and his energy that I just really enjoy, and it's funny because Olivia and I watch him together. Together. We'll like get together and we'll be like, so I'm like, babe, like, let's watch JC. So we have this <laughs> <laughs> We have this thing if we like we're like if we ever see James Charles, we have to tell him like the impact he has on our relationship. I'm usually I this was the first time I'd ever watched her videos. I usually when I'm feeling down, I watch a lot of Try Guys videos. I brought this up before. Big Try Guys fans. Yes. They're like just the perfect amount of stupid and chaos. And I don't mean stupid in a mean way. Like I like everything no. in my life to be at least five percent stupid. Okay. Because I'm, I think, minimum 20% stupid. <laughs> like, not, again, in a mean way, in a way of, like, no, nah, why the fuck not? Yeah. That's funny, because during quarantine, a lot of the time, I would watch, like, Hype House videos. Like, you know, with I've all those I've never TikTokers. seen Hype House videos. Okay. They have, like the one of the main guys Alex Warren is his name um he actually just came out with music he has a podcast you know when you have millions of dollars you can do whatever you want (laughs) um but no he actually is so funny and I and it's kind of the same thing him and his friends would do this stupid shit and like for some reason it just brought light to my day you know it makes me smile watching Keith Habersberger eat all of the Olive Garden menu. That is so interesting. <laughs> I've never been to Olive Garden before. I don't, I might have been. I don't think I'd actually eaten any food there because I was still vegan at that point. Okay. But they get like drunk by the end because they've eaten that. so much food. It's so wonderfully stupid. Yeah, I love that kind of stupid shit. It's yeah. so fun. It's like, I love watching compilation videos of people falling. <laughs> Like, that is one of my joys in life, which is so fucking mean. It just makes me happy. Oh, my God. Like, very America's funniest yes. home video. Okay, that's where I started. Because as a kid, it would come on TV, and I just, like, could not stop laughing. So, Clueless Moments of the Week? Clueless Moments of the Week. Do you want to go first? Oh. Oh. Also. Oh. <laughs> this is about Clueless Moments of the Week. So, I had a friend who suggested a name for the clue deep surface Clueless Moments. Oh, okay. They said, this is just an idea, and they will take no offense if we don't use it Her. but like capital c clueless moment and lowercase c clueless moment oh that's cute i yeah. like that capital c lowercase c i like it it doesn't really roll off the tongue very easy yeah. but i do like the idea of i it. understand where she's coming from or yeah. he or they or whatever is it, coming from it's julia oh hey julia i have like two friends i, I, I don't know I'm you're one of them and julia's hey. the other no i have a couple more friends than that. i know i don't know i and now okay if you watch our tiktok <laughs> you would know that i have come up with the most stupidest jingle for drinks of the week drink of the week it gets more chaotic every week it does and it's growing on me i was like yeah i love it i don't know it's just it's giving me the fun vibe but now i feel like we need one for clueless moments of the week too (laughs) we're just just jingling all around the place Jingle Bell Rock. Jing, jingle Bell. Clueless. No, 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 no. That's a wrong. That's no, a wrong. Everyone, no. everyone, everyone can like literally roast me for that one. I tried. <laughs> okay. I tried. I tried. But do you have a clueless moment of the week? Okay. So my lowercase c clueless moment for this week is kind of a follow up on a previous one. So I spoke about how I didn't know how often you're supposed to empty your vacuum cleaner and that I could mm-hmm. Google it, but I probably wouldn't. If you're thinking that this story is going to end with, I Googled it. I did not. Actually, I followed true to my word. I did not Google it. I did have a friend Google it. Oh, my <laughs> and gosh. And me an article <laughs> with the answer of how often. So you're supposed to empty it once a month. Definitely am not doing that currently. Okay. So we're going to try and work on that. So shout out to Katie, who literally sent me an article. and was like, you're supposed to empty it once a month. And I was like, you That's knew I so wasn't. Katie. Yeah. She knew I wasn't going to Google it ever. I was just going to like. Be like, nah, it's fine. So I definitely haven't been emptying it once a month. So we're going to try and do that. So that's my clueless moment of. There's so many things you're supposed to do like once yeah. a week, twice a like month like, or once a month. At least once a week is regular enough that I feel like you can remember. Once a month is just that's irregular tough. enough that like I'm never going to remember that. Like that's how my period surprises me every month. <laughs> because like same. there's a month goes by and I'm like, all oh, right, fuck this thing. <laughs> yes, that's my 
lowercase clueless moment of the i week. love that i only have an uppercase clueless moment i only have a big juicy clueless moment oh, juicy i know so basically something i've been dealing with this whole week is like thinking about like why do i need or feel the need to justify myself to other people. So if you've been listening to the podcast since we started 10, 11 episodes ago. This is the 10th episode. Oh, right now. No. Sorry, this is the 11th. Last week was the 10th. We forgot to mention it. <laughs> we didn't realize when we were recording. No, you know what? <laughs> That's fine. But if you go way back, I would talk about my partner, Olivia, and then I sort of stopped for a little while because we amicably decided to take a break. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you need that space and time to figure out what you need, what you want, all of that stuff. And recently we've come back together, which makes me very happy. But in doing that, this week I've had to tell a lot of people like, hey, we're back together. And I've just noticed so much in those conversations that I felt like I need to justify myself. Like I need people to approve of this decision. I need people to agree with this decision. And I also think that this mindset is coming from the fact that I was in a bad relationship for a long time, way, way, a couple years ago. And every time I would get back with him, it was always like this big shit show. People did not agree with my choice and made it known, which I understand now, but at the time, like, was difficult for me. So... Yeah, I just feel like, why do we do that? Why do we need to justify ourselves? Like, this is our life. It's my life. It's my choices. And, like, it's not like anybody is giving me any pushback on it either. I think it's just, it's difficult when you decide to, like, take step back from something. And then you're like, wait, I want to be back into it. And, you know, you have to tell your loved ones, people in your life, and they're, like, confused. But you're like, just hop back on the bus with me, people. Let's go. I think it's hard because, like, we don't know every aspect of what happens in a relationship. True. And, like, also, like, like I definitely do that. And, like, that's something I'm trying to not do as much as, like, I always feel the need to rationalize and justify everything. Even when it's just, like, no one fucking cares. But I think it's natural that, like, we want our friends and family to, like, be on board. And, right. like, particularly, like, because relationships are, like, a big part of life and so like I I get why that's hard I don't have an answer but yeah I think it's just like again like something I'm just thinking about and like I think it's been hard because a lot of this the reasons why we ended up taking a break I've realized are because of my struggles with my sexuality which we will get very much into pride month is coming baby yes very soon but not now um (laughs) and you know it's it's hard because especially like my hometown friends they're all straight yeah and so it's hard for me sometimes when i'm talking about my sexuality i know they're understanding and receiving it but there's also a little piece of my mind that's like are they getting this are they understanding that like i was really struggling and needed to take a step back to figure out where I was at. Because it's just not an experience that they have. Like, yeah, I know that like I've struggled a lot with talking to straight friends about like the the queer part of myself or when I like have feelings for someone in a queer fashion. Um, that's not queer a good feeling. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, just because like I think none of my friends are like homophobic or anything. No, they just no. like don't understand. There's so much to explain that it's like difficult. And it also just like, I know personally something I struggle with a lot is very much like being f- like, I've like that sort of sentiment of like when you tell someone that you're like a queer female that they like your straight friends all think that you're in love with them. And I don't think any of my straight friends have really done that, but I've always sort of had that paranoia. And like, I've never let myself. I think recently was the first time I ever had a crush on a girl without knowing ahead of time that she was queer. Mm. Just because like, I think I'm so ingrained with that day of like the predatoriness and like it's it's honestly like not in a way that is anyone's fault but it's really hard to talk to straight female friends about queer relationships it is it's just different like even my parents I'm like it's just different like you don't understand like the thing is is like with my ex like like uh, from a couple years ago it was like yeah I'm breaking up with him because he's a bad person when I decided to take this break it wasn't because the relationship it was bad I was just like feeling a lot of different feelings and feeling confused and internalized homophobia is really fucking hard she's a lot it it, she is and I won't get too much more into it but yeah I'm like I gotta stop feeling the need to justify myself it's my motherfucking life heck yeah and I get to do what I want per love you Olivia (laughs) (laughs) okay so do you have a big capital C clueless moment this isn't like a super capital but it's like 
Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I pause for a second? Yeah. It's kind of growing on me, the capital C, lowercase c. It's coming off my tongue smoothly now. Yeah. It just like, I feel like it makes sense. It, it gives does. A, a clear indication of what it means. Okay. Let us, we'll do a poll on the Insta. Yeah, so let us it. know if you like it. Okay. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. So, okay. Mine isn't like super deep. And like, I just like, what am I doing wrong with the dating? Oh, no. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm clearly doing something wrong and I don't know what it is. Um, like I literally got brunch a couple weekends ago with friends and we got a little drunk. We went around and like gave each other like critiques of like in a very friendly way, oh, but, like of critiques your, of, of your, our dating profile. Oh my god, that's and iconic. They really like they gave me a couple critiques, but they both overall like we like we weren't being like mean about it, but like we were being like trying to give people genuine feedback and they're both like, Yeah, I really like your profile. I cannot get a date. What am I doing wrong? Honestly, I wish I wish I could help I you know. answer this question because I am a serial monogamous and like I'm just like dating. We need to have. OK, I came across this girl's TikTok last night. She's from New York and it's a, literally a TikTok all about NYC dating. Okay, I feel like her it. last name. It's like I know her first name is something like Tara or Tiara or tiara lol but i need to get her name right but i want to maybe like try and reach out to her we need to have an nyc dating episode i don't know what i'm doing wrong but like i think i'm i know that i'm a lot and i'm absolutely okay with that and i literally months back had a conversation with my sister being like why does no one like me she's like you're a lot and i was like yeah i know that and she's like so like you're not gonna be everyone's taste but someday you're gonna find someone who like is gonna be like that a lotness i like it like that all that and i do agree but like New York has a is a big city, and I think that I'm pretty fun, and I think I'm pretty cute. Why can't I get a date? I think you are pretty fun and pretty cute too. Thank you literally, I, what is wrong with these people? I can't get a fucking date. I just uh, dating is just I don't know. I, I can't. I'd say a lot of it is I hate dating apps, and I right. Well, that's just, the and thing. that's the thing. All of my friends who date a lot are like, yeah, I use dating apps, and I'm like, yeah. I hate them. I know they they honestly seem like they're intimidating. Yeah, you're just awful i hate it i know we got to get someone on to talk about myc yeah. dating but also we should do a poll and ask and ask the people of the clueless community what they do to date yeah someone help me someone help <laughs> we need, need help we need to get you on a date <laughs> i can't get a date oh my gosh you know what we should do like in the kardashians when chloe went and like watched malika's date or like something like or maybe it was the vice versa and, or and even like i remember Kylie you and did, olivia go and like spy on my date yes oh my gosh we need to like like a plug have you heard what a plug is it's a podcast vlog i've been thinking about this for us recently <laughs> that's not a catchy name plog? i know a plug i don't like that I like know. vlog sounds nice a podcast vlog well maybe we can like sneak around <laughs> <laughs> or i can be like well to do that i need to get a date the right. last date i had canceled on me last minute uh, and then actually i spoke about one on the podcast had a second person who we had a date planned and then a couple days more and they were like so i just tested positive for covid and they seemed like they were gonna message me back afterwards they still haven't and it's been two weeks so like what am i doing wrong like i'm blushing right now because i'm like dude i've gotten now stood up or like canceled on last minute two dates in a row what am i doing wrong i don't understand dating apps like you are asking the wrong guy i know the wrong one i'm just i'm so confused we'll figure this out we're gonna we're gonna continue this yeah, we're gonna figure it out someone needs to help me <laughs> in a lot of ways but specifically this one specifically in the dating realm yeah if you have any advice for audrey shoot us a dm <laughs> yeah, please help me <laughs> not doing a good job at this oh, and my brother-in-law keeps asking why my sister and i are still not dating anyone so you know what because you're in your early 20s you get to be single and you get to figure your life out like you yeah. know i would say my sister at least goes on dates it's hard <laughs> dates are weird like yeah but she's in like not bumfuck but she's in like western mass how is she finding more people to date than i am i'm in new york fucking city i don't know i, I wish i had either. you know what we don't have the answers to this I one don't i'm just genuinely what am i doing wrong we're gonna figure this out everybody we're gonna figure this out yeah per one thing we are trying to be less clueless about are our finances. Something we've been using recently to help out with that is an app called Clio. Clio is a money management app that helps you track your spending, save money, and not completely fuck up your budget. It also has a roast feature that will call you out for the $400 that you rationalize spending at this Forest Spring sale. And literally the roast mode told me what I already knew that I spent an absurd amount of money at Abercrombie every single month. It can help you make a weekly budget and let you know when you've gone off the rails a 
love it. Or when you decide to go to Starbucks 10 times in two weeks. I also love that it can help you set up a savings account. I loved that feature of the app because I've wanted to set up a savings account for so long, but have been way too lazy to go to the bank. But Clio made it possible within minutes from the comfort of my home. Figuring out finances can be super overwhelming, but Clio helps make it a little less intimidating for everyone. So go to click.meetclio.com slash TV42 CFC podcast today to download Clio. Again, that's click.meetclio.com slash TV42 slash CFC podcast. You need Clio if you do not want to be completely fucking clueless about finances and budgeting. Okay, so this week we are talking about post-grad because we are officially one year post-grad right now. Woo! So weird. I know. I mean, technically we're not official for a couple days, but when this comes out, I think we'll we'll be be the official official. date. Yeah. But yeah, so we're we're one year. Wow. One year post-grad. I know. It's weird because like it feels like okay. Like I don't, yes, there's things that of course I'm naturally like, that are, that are uncertain or I'm nervous about or anxious about. But like for the most part, like I'm feeling really solid with my life right now. I don't feel like that much. Like I feel like in college, there was always sort of this impending deadline of just like yes. everything. And particularly, I think within theater, because again, you are kind of told you expire at some point. Yeah. Um. But I just, there feels like there's so much possibility right now. And there still yes. are like a lot of hard things in post-grad. But like if you had told me a year ago that this is where I would be, if you'd like shown me a snapshot of my life now, I think I would have been really confused. <laughs> no, same. I was thinking about that last night when I was just looking over the like little topics or questions that we wanted to talk about. I was like, there is so much that's changed. And like, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Because for... A really long time in college, honestly, for those last two years because of my own mental health struggles, the pandemic, stuff with theater, like, I was just not happy. I think I was, like, happy at times, but, like, I wasn't happy in the way that I am now. Like, I really love my life right now. I agree. And I I don't think I would have said that a year ago. There was a lot of aspects I loved and a lot of people that I, like, loved, but I wasn't happy internally yeah I agree I think I just felt I had felt for a while just like very like purposeless like even though like technically like theater was the purpose there's just a lot of different facets that led me to feel like I wasn't really going anywhere Well, like we also like because of the pandemic our last like two years we were kind of doing the part of theater that like doesn't suck but like isn't the part that like gets your like blood rushing and like is what you really love about it and then gets everyone to go into it we were doing just the part that's like either the grunt work or just like not not the part you love right and like honestly you saying that makes me think like for so many years like theater it was live on stage vibrant colorful alive and then all of a sudden because of the pandemic and I also know because of my own personal mental health at the time like it just became very gray and dark and like all of a sudden like you were on a stage performing for people and having this community and then now I was in my like apartment filming a self-tape with a ring light at like midnight yeah it felt very weird and it still does to a certain extent yeah I I know people can like get into that but for it's been hard for me but yeah there's just been like so much to change like especially thinking about like our podcast uh, just knowing where my head was in college as far as like always wanting to like content create this was something we never spoke about at all in college no I was too embarrassed to tell anyone me too I still kind of am yeah I was too embarrassed to tell people that you know, I would like watch YouTubers and influencers and I would like dream of having something like that. Yeah. Because it just, and, and the thing is, is I wasn't on TikTok either. Yeah. And so just getting on TikTok this fall, like I didn't understand or see how much this community is starting to be accepted. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's crazy how much has changed. It really is. And it's been like a hard year and there's been a lot of like tough times, but I'm really proud of myself. And like one of the big things that I've been talking with my therapist in the past few months is like growth and like Mm -hmm. how much I think older versions of myself wouldn't really recognize who I am today. Yeah. And like to the degree to which like I, I kind of like, not that like everything's perfect. Like I definitely still do struggle with depression and everything, but like, I feel like I'm a little over the hump and there will be more Mm -hmm. hills and like valleys and whatnot to come. But 
like I feel for the first time in a long time feel like I'm on the other side of things yeah and like like almost like there there's been a lot of like sort of haze and like fog for so long mm-hmm. and like I feel solid in myself and I like who I am that's so nice I feel that I really do feel that yeah I don't know like I I just took the longest pause that you probably won't hear but it's just like it is it's still so crazy for me to like and I know I just said this but I really can't stop thinking about how crazy it is like how I feel about my life right now and to know that like I put in the work like my biggest piece to somebody who is about to graduate college right now and is like I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I last night in our DMS, I saw somebody had answered one of our uh, question things on Instagram and was like, I don't have a job like lined up like, or I'm feeling uncertain about like moving into post-grad life, like all that kind of stuff. And my biggest piece of advice would be to slowly start building your life. And that uncertainty gives you room to do so much new stuff and stuff that you never would have considered. Like we would have never had time to like create this podcast or do anything in college. And there's so much new stuff that like I've tried and like discovered that like there was never really the room for or just like also like college is a very specific place like there's just so much to be discovered and it's overwhelming definitely at first because there's just everything like you go from like having this structured life of knowing what step is next to just the rest of your life which feels fucking insane yeah but there's a lot that can be discovered in that yeah I know like I'm thinking like right after college I went right into a contract and and I think about the things that that gave me creatively and then moving into the fall like literally this fall all I did was work on our podcast babysit um start working out like it was like saying it out loud it doesn't sound like a lot but truly I look at the fall as like I set up these building blocks of my life so that when the holidays were over and things started ramping up between us and like eventually me coming to the terms of like all right I'm gonna take a a step back from theater and like every all the groundwork was laid for me to like really live and I I think that's something that's nice about like post-grad is in college there really is like some people take slightly different amounts of times in general there's only like four years so there's like a real rush to do everything you can in that time whereas like we took the time like I literally I I don't think I mentioned this on last week's pod but my mom was visiting and one of the things she said she was like oh yeah, I really didn't get in those first six months when you guys just still hadn't released the podcast yet. Um, and she was like, but I get it now. And like, I think you have a lot more time in a lot of different ways that like you can slow down and like yeah, really do things the way you want to. And like when you sort of do, like I've definitely had times where I've like backslid in this year post-grad. Oh, totally. But there's time for me to like, like, as much as there's still like is always going to feel like some pressure, like the idea of turning 25 feels a little scary to me. There's so much more time to like figure out what you want and to like put that into action. Yeah. And I also think thinking about time because like I'm, it's interesting because in my mind there's like the whole idea of time is fleeting. And then there's the idea of my dad has always given me of like, you have like all the time in the world. And honestly, that's kind of what I feel right now is that I, I have so much time yes. and I never felt like I had time, particularly with yes. theater. Cause like I was always tall. I was like, I know that like, I didn't even consider taking gap year because I was already old for my grade and I didn't want to be even older for my grade. Yeah. And I just constantly felt like I was running behind. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm taking a lovely little hot girl walk and yeah. like I've got my friends around, but like we're not running in a race next to each other. And just like we're taking in like <laughs> we're smelling the roses. We are smelling those goddamn roses. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the idea of time in, in college feeling like like you had to be so rushed and ready to go all the time just made it miserable. Like, I do think a part of me feeling happier is this idea of, like, within one day, I can do all this work and at five, maybe not five. I've, <laughs> I've been having a hard time, like, creating boundaries with, like, when to stop work. But I can take, like, breaks throughout the day or I can take my break at night or, you know, that's just something that was hard about college. I think because of the schedule and, like, you having to go to classes and having those blocks appear, like, those and- times. So you some of it I think some of it I definitely did to myself like I was yeah. in like overload every semester and so like like a lot of it was like again just because I I felt like I needed to get everything in yeah in time whereas now I don't feel like a couple nights ago like when I was having like rough weekends like 
I just made myself like a breakfast taco for dinner and it was lovely. And I watched like a little TV show and I just like, I scenery are not counting because the pandemic was so different. Like I literally never would even sit down for dinner. I was literally always just like (laughs) inhaling it, standing up as I was cooking it because I was running to the next thing. Yeah. And like, I, I get what now, like all the adults in my life are saying, like there is something to like slowing down is nice. Yeah. Well, I think the whole thing with college is there's this huge expectation and idea around college of like, these are the best four years of your life. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're going to have been the best four years of my life. And I'm perfectly okay with that. I was a clusterfuck. I was 19. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right. I think, okay, here's the thing. And maybe we can both speak to this on like what we did enjoy about college. There are a thousand percent things about college that were great like oh yeah there is definitely a lot less responsibility to Mm -hmm. like like uh, make a bunch of money or like have this incredible job or and you're like with all of your friends all the time in a way that like you're just never really gonna get as an adult again which like I really do miss and like you still you get to be in kind of this like college is kind of like the space unlike anything else where you get to like both be an adult and a kid yes and like I'm definitely still not as an, an adult all the way but like I, I'm much more than I was in college. And there's a lot of things that I really love about that. And there are a lot of things that are more difficult about that. Yeah. I was telling that to my brother the other day um, about the friendships and how they do change going into post-grad. Yes. They change a lot. And it can be jarring sometimes. Like I saw my hometown friends last Friday and I was like, when's the last time I saw you all? But we're all busy. We have jobs. And the thing is, is in college, which I did enjoy, is your friendships can come first. They can yes. be the priority but now since graduating they're still a huge priority and I'm still having a lot of freaking fun (laughs) honestly I think more fun than I had in college or maybe more fun than I've had in a while because of mental health stuff I think both of our experiences in college are complicated of like mental health things and then the pandemic made things worse but I like I almost think like things getting worse made me like actually sort of deal with it yeah do you ever think about what and obviously we don't need to like go into a huge as if or what if situation? If the pandemic wouldn't happen, yeah. yeah, I think I'd be in a totally different place and I would be a very different person. And I'm not saying inherently better or worse. Yeah. But like one thing that I always say and that I truly do believe is I've made so many fucking mistakes in my life, but I don't have any regrets. Yeah. Because I really like where I am. Yeah. And even in the rough times, like I'm not willing to risk ever changing something in the past because those little changes, you never know what big effect it could have on oh, your life. Oh, totally. It's that whole butterfly effect thing. Yes. I think about that a lot, too. I think I tell people a lot of the time that the pandemic saved me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird, but like, hear me out here, people. I had left school um, the fall before the pandemic happened because I needed to seek mental health treatment. I got back to school and I went back to life as normal. Not like did not even take into consideration that I had just spent like nine weeks in an outpatient program. And then like by the time the pandemic was hitting and like people were extending spring breaks and yada, 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 I was actually relieved because I was like, I'm not doing well mentally. So I always feel like I look at the pandemic, even though, there were tons of things about it that sucked major asshole. <laughs> there was also, I think, again, time and space. Yes. Those first six months of the pandemic were miserable. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think I've never been more miserable. I literally, my mom now knows this. I didn't intentionally hide it from her, but I also didn't super want to admit it. I took like two summer courses um, that first summer of the pandemic. And I, uh, a D is a passing grade at Elon. And I'm pretty sure that's what I got. And I feel like it might have also been partially out of pity because I spoke to this teacher we did like multiple zoom calls together (laughs) where like I was just like I'm just really depressed dude and I don't care about finance 101 and I think she literally like literally was just like I'm just gonna like she's not doing well and I was I think I've almost never or at least I I don't think I've ever been more uh, depressed and just uh, miserable but again with that time like a, the time made me actually sit with it, which is what made everything worse. But it also made me sit with it so I couldn't avoid it. Like before, like I was like, oh, I was love being busy and I don't like having free time because when I had free time, I had to sit with myself and my emotions mm. and like how how 
crushing and exhausting like struggling with this anxiety and depression was yeah and so being forced to like sit with my own thoughts made things definitely worse but it also made it so they weren't just sort of like hiding under the table right. i like pulled up the like tablecloth and started actually cleaning up the mess that was underneath there yeah which like yeah. long term has helped a ton it sucked right. in the moment jesus christ totally i think the pandemic especially as just like being a student was just really yeah. fucking hard I had never understood how people like in high school would get like really bad grades. I now get it. If you don't do any of the assignments, it's funny how quickly your grade tanks. Oh, totally. I think it's really interesting how though the teachers really started to become more understanding because I feel like what work did I do that spring? I was a disaster. I had been actually really lucky that I forget why, but there was some reason that my psychiatrist had sent the school like a letter, like officially confirming my diagnosis Mm -hmm. for like, I think I, I needed some extension from the teacher, a teacher in the fall and they were like, I just need the documentation. So yes. I sent it to the school. So the school, it was like formally in my record, yeah, which when things came around with the pandemic and really hit, helped. it was very thankful because I like I did. I would still explain it, but like at least like the the proof was already there for like the teachers going right. check. Like I didn't have to deal with like those additional emails. Like it was already there. They were like, yes, I can see you, <laughs> you struggle with X, Y, and Z. And I like people were more understanding, especially because of the pandemic, but it was nice that that was already like in place. I, it was already in place. Like I, it was much easier for me to get like extended deadlines, which totally. like helped and hurt. Because, like, <laughs> I get that. I had the same thing. I had my disability services in place, which just so if anybody listening to this does not know, if you struggle with any mental health issues, those are disabilities and you can get disability services at your college if you have a doctor that's willing to help you get those because honestly that saved my life and I will never forget when the woman I met at disability services was like why did it take you this long to apply for disability services and I was like girl how did I know that mental health was was like like had these services at the disability center I don't know I don't know shit I know but yeah I I, sometimes I'm like wow like I would really be a different person if the pandemic didn't happen I had a student concern report filed on me during that first semester of the pandemic wow which means like a teacher reached out to school being like this student's not doing good have someone check in on them yeah and so I had to do like a call with someone like in the student concern office and (laughs) they were like what's up and I was like dude I'm really depressed and they were like anything we can do and I was like not really (laughs) like what what do you want me to do like I'm at home I'm stuck like here like I had a friend who just tortured his one back and was like they were like hey we know that this is a really difficult time and I feel really bad for whoever's on the other end of this but my friend was like no I know this must be a really difficult time for you and how are you handling (laughs) and just was back and forth the the person kept trying to be like are you okay though and he was like no but are you okay and I'm like oh this faculty member must have fucking hated you but it was really funny from my end you know what sometimes we needed to make ourselves laugh so yeah none of us are doing well I know no no one was doing well but anyways now we're graduated and and we can again only move forward but I'm trying to think what do you think like has been some of your favorite parts about being post-grad Ooh, um I really one of the biggest things is just being out of North Carolina, um, which is something I've been looking forward to for a long time. I loved my time at Elon and everything, but I'm uh, ready to not go back for a long time. I just don't understand how people could live there. I'm like, there is (laughs) my aunt live in North Carolina. Yeah, it's not for me. It's yeah, me either. I did my four years. Um, I agree. But yeah, I think just like the the space just kind of like I know that I struggled a lot with like comparing myself to people around me. Yeah. And just like, again, having that little bit more space can be so so helpful to like like just I feel like I've figured out a lot more of my shit and like I like I you're not constantly hearing about like everything that's going on in another person's life yeah when we're living in such close quarters you know like it's also like I've like I've started establishing like boundaries and like I I very much have been a pushover historically particularly with the people that I care about which I think is like not outrageous or like insane that it's true but I've now become solid enough into myself that I'm even for people I love I'm not willing to let them get away with everything and they're uh, yeah I'm just drawing boundaries for the first time ever which 
shocking as it is, it's really helpful. Uh, it's helpful and it's hard. Yeah. Like I still really do struggle with confrontation and setting those like. I'm still not good at it, but rel- I was like. But you're un- doing it. I was in the negative before. I'm now at like one. Okay. Well, Which you're I'll at take. one. I'm at least in the positive, baby. <laughs> I'm out of the red. For, for, I know. I feel like for me, I've said this earlier, but I just love how free I feel or feel like so just like. Limitless. I'm like a bird. I only fly away. That's how I feel. Like I just feel. Yeah, I feel like for the first time in a while, like I'm just not shitting on myself constantly. And again, I don't know if that's because I've decided to take theater out of my life currently, or I don't know what it is. There's a bunch of probably different things that it is, but I just like how full my life feels right yes. now. It feels like we have this podcast that's giving me the the passion and the drive, like. I have my family who I love. I have all my friends. Like, honestly, I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. The last couple of months, like, I don't know the last time I just, like, had so much fun. <laughs> like, I'm going out and I'm enjoying myself and I'm giving myself the balance of, like, you can go out and have fun and, like, now I got to work or do this, which is nice. I've stopped being so mean to myself at that. I want to go home at 10 p.m. And that's, <laughs> that's fine. And that's fine. Honestly, it's weird because I feel like I was on that track for a while, but the last couple weekends I've stayed out, like, really past my bedtime, which is <laughs> fine. And yes, do I like reap some of the uh, repercussions the next day? Sure. But I'm having a good time. Like I was in this bar this weekend with Olivia and with my friends and we're just like singing these like early 2000 songs to this guy who is like singing live and he fucking sucks, but who cares? <laughs> and like, we're just like having so much fun and we're dancing and I was just like, ugh, like it felt like I could take a deep breath. Yeah. Which for a really long time, I haven't felt that. It just it feels like there's so much possibility. It does. And so if you're looking for if you're feeling confused right now and nervous and anxious, which is a thousand percent normal. And I know nothing we say can take that away from you. Just know that like there is so much possibility in in going into post-grad. And as much as like the worry and anxiety and everything is going to be very difficult. A thousand percent. There's a lot that you will learn and particularly learn about yourself in it in ways that, again, like I'd say like the fact that I've started drawing boundaries has been hard and made my life more complicated in certain yeah. ways, but it's also helped me a lot. Right. And I think you, again, like sort of just like you start actually like becoming a little bit of an adult. You do. It's I, I another thing I say is like truly like building a life for yourself. Yeah. And the word that's coming to my head is patience, which is really funny because I feel like I am not a patient person. My family literally laugh at me all the time for <laughs> being so deeply impatient. I am impatient. But if I were to describe the last year, it's truly being that was being patient was, you know, giving myself time to figure out stuff with theater was giving myself time to start a workout routine or change that relationship was giving myself time to create the life and therefore like being patient and now because I've been patient I can reap the benefits of that yes her (laughs) like I really feel like I'm not just surviving anymore but I'm growing her and what do you think has been like the hardest thing post-grad I think it's been hard how much everything has changed. Like I've never been a person who loves change and like a, just like I'm in a completely different location, which is really exciting, but really nerve wracking. Like I live alone, really exciting, but like very different and like relationships change a lot. And partially just because you're like, we're all in different places now. And like, there's a lot that's really exciting about it, but like, it's still really scary and hard. And there's just, I think particularly because like, not that the pandemic has really ended, but like, it's not in the same way that it was when we were in college. Yeah. Like time just feels really weirdly disjointed. Mm-hmm. And so it really just feels like a ton has radically changed. Like they just all feel so separate in my brain, like my time in North Carolina versus like here. But the change has really helped me grow. It's been hard, but it's been good. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I would say, I mean, the obvious answer is just like uncertainty about the future and that like 
the thing about school that was also sort of reassuring is in a way is like you knew every year you're going to school with being post-grad like life just continues on like Mm -hmm. there's no like summer vacay like sure summer happens and you take vacations or you step back a little but like there time just keeps going there's no more structure right and my mom was like when are you gonna take vacation and I was like oh I guess um, I get to decide that yeah (laughs) which means I have to decide yeah I mean in a way there is my life is still a little bit structured like school because I'm in a nannying job and because they'll have summer break and stuff but yeah I think as a person who does a lot of forward thinking and always thinking about the future that's hard for me because I'm like okay so so when am I gonna feel secure enough to like move out of my house and (laughs) when am I gonna be like financially secure enough when this when that and and that's always like a hard mindset but I also agree with you with the whole like friends and relationship things like it, it just they change yeah some for the better and and unfortunately some for the worse yeah and and like I said before it's like like my friends aren't my number one priority like they are but like right now like the podcast is mine whereas in school like or there was just more maybe okay I'm gonna rescind that statement there was just more time like now we that's one thing I also hate is like we only have the weekend like sure yes you can go out to drinks on the week I know like I do this weird thing where I don't hang out a lot during the week just because that is kind of who I've always been but like the weekends are so small and and they fill up really fast and then before I know it like my weekends for the next four weeks are already booked and I'm like I don't have enough time to fit everything in you know yeah yeah no it's crazy literally it some people this dead ass taken me months to make plans with them like not even just like to remember to reach out to them this is after like we've we will have been in communication for like two months trying to make plans and like New York isn't even that big, but even just that amount of spread outness, like I, it's still hard. I have one friend who I can walk over to their place, whereas I could walk to a lot of people's in North Carolina. But it's very much worth it. And like I think what's been really cool is I've gotten to reunite with a lot of like older friends, not like from my hometown like you, but like from high school. Like a lot of us have ended up here in New York, and there's been a lot right. of people who I didn't see for like four years, and now I like get drinks or dinner with them every once in a while, and it's like it's nice and one of my best friends who lives like a block away she was one of my best friends in high school but we really only saw each other once a year all through college just because of scheduling and like it's nice that like she gets to be a part of my life again yeah yeah that is nice do you feel like there's any i know you said you do not believe in regret do you feel like there's any mistakes oh i made a shitload of fucking mistakes absolutely i'm trying to think about like what big mistake i made I created a budget, didn't really follow it at all. I'm now trying to. I wasn't necessarily smart with my fiscals. I like, know. I'm I'm fine, but I wasn't smart I about that. I need to them. take Audrey's advice and start watching like finance. Not me, videos. Audrey. Audrey Trulinger from Audrey last Trilliger. week. Not um, me. I'm not <laughs> I'm not the one to take advice from. Oh, but I made a shitload of fucking mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And I still also had some rough fucking times, dude. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I know. I'm thinking about like when in November, I did this showcase. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, <gasps> and that was just like a really hard couple of weeks because I had been like pushing myself at that point to do stuff with theater, but like underneath the surface, I was feeling like I kind of wanted to take a break but couldn't yeah. justify it. And then I did this showcase and had like a really unfortunate encounter with one of like the program leaders and she just said something really nasty to me. And I was just like, nope I need a break Uh, (laughs) homegirl needs a break and it wasn't like this was her fault it was like there was enough stuff within me that I was like I need a break and and fortunately she offered the like hit to the wall yeah I mean I in January there was like a period of two weeks where everyone I knew had COVID and was quarantining so I literally saw no one and then literally the day that people started getting out of quarantine I tested positive for COVID. So I literally, I basically didn't see anyone for almost a month. Yeah. Like not quite, but like I I really went with essentially like three weeks with some spare change or about three weeks without really seeing anyone. And shockingly, that didn't have a great impact on my well-being and mental health. The the Omicron outbreak was a really tough period of time because my partner was coming like when Olivia was long distance in Boston, like they were coming back. Then I got COVID and I knew this was going to fucking happen. The second I was okay, Olivia got COVID. Well, I do remember when I was literally taking the train home for, I was supposed to go home for Christmas for already a short trip, but then 
when I was on the train, I got the call that my sister had tested positive and I literally was full bawling on this train, uh. just sobbing my eyes out. And it was a very odd Christmas. Like I, I had a mask on the whole time. Like we didn't eat meals really together. I was only home for like 36 hours. Maybe that was a tough time. It sucks super hard. Um, I didn't get COVID. I then got it a couple weeks later, completely separate from that event, which I was almost <laughs> like, I should have just fucking gotten it then. But there's been a lot of fucking rough times. Like, totally. I don't want people to think that it's all oh. been cherries and roses. No, That's yeah. not a saying. Cherries and roses. What Cher- is that? I There's something in roses. Rainbows? Rainbows and roses. Yeah. No, it's not roses. It's rainbows. sunshine and ra- rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows. Is that it? I think. I maybe. don't know. But we're not good at saying no, on we're this not. podcast. We're really not. <laughs> I feel that. I feel like it's interesting because if I look back at this year, like sure there's been tough times but i i do think overall it's i just cut myself off but <laughs> it's funny because like and i i agree with everything we put out on tiktok about the hard shit about postgrad but lately i've been really enjoying my postgrad life i'm like like i'm really liking this well like my <laughs> this is actually my like best friend from home and my sister like the day after my grad party uh, just out of nowhere, we're like, so this is probably going to be like the worst year of your life. Oh. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> and I was not prepared for that. I don't think it's necessarily been the worst year of my life. I think the pandemic and depression tops that. Yeah, but, like, I there agree. Was, I get why they said that. It has been a difficult year. But it like, is. we're also like, we're almost at the year point. Like we're, we're starting to and knock on wood, but. We're starting to maybe figure like one or two things out. Um, wow. and I don't want to jinx that because I feel like the moment anytime I say like, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring things out. My life then immediately falls apart. <laughs> um, but like I like we've we've made it over the hump a little bit, I think. Yeah. What do you think are your hopes for like next year? The second year postgrad. Dude, I have no fucking clue. Me either. I'm trying to think like if there's any. I mean, obviously my biggest one, I think, is just continue growing this community. I'd love if in like a year and like a year both feels long and very short just because I know like internet stuff can be like so temperamental and it can happen both so fast and so slow. Yeah. Yeah. But like I'd love if like somehow in a year like. I'd love if in a year like doing this and like doing completely fucking clueless stuff was like my my main job. Like yeah. that would be that's really fucking cool. The dream. I have no idea whether or not that's realistic to think. I feel like it's probably not. You know, we have like what two hundred listeners, but you never know. You you never fucking know. I know. I think like the reason why I enjoy doing this podcast and the reason why I want to keep growing it is I just have this very specific image in my head of me being in high school and me feeling really just down and not good and feeling very alone. Yeah. And doing this podcast makes me think of that younger version of myself and Every time we get on this mic, a part of me is like, I'm doing it for that girl who felt alone because I feel like there's other people out there, you know, that you do feel alone. And I really love what we're creating. And I love creating this community because and I love getting to meet everyone else and hear all their stories. And like, I know it's silly, but like on our Instagram, we do like Monday and Friday, little like poll check ins. And I love hearing like about like people's exciting things for the week oh, and like getting to hear my, about people like getting a new job or moving or graduating that's like, my favorite part i don't even know these people but it's I love like that we so exciting share to that. share in their yes. excitement and like to share in the moments that it's like oh god what was something that someone sent we like asked what were like clueless moments of the week yeah and like to be like yeah i also don't know why the fuck that's a thing and like to like share in that frustration. Right. I love that. It's like my favorite thing is to com- like, again, to like have the community to yeah. communicate. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other hopes that I'm thinking about. I hope to, I hope by next summer I get to move out of my parents' house because I, I can afford it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it for you. I know. I'm hoping. I mean, I also like am making it harder for myself because I do really want to live alone, but I just know that that's the right thing for me. But yeah, I'm excited to see what the next year holds for us. I like to in a year be like seriously looking into getting a dog, like Ooh. not getting one, but like almost I like prepping for I'd like to like in the year I turn 25, maybe get one. Ooh, mm-hmm. popper. We'll have, we'll have a CFC mascot. <gasps> oh my God. We could get them like a little, little like hanker, not handkerchief. Yes. Little, yes. What are they called? Um, oh, shoot. I uh, Bandana. Bandana. Get them a little bandana. <laughs> that would be so cute. Like, oh my God. I can see it now. I can see it. Oh 
my I'm really gonna cry oh my gosh guys well thank you so much to everybody who is listening to this episode and continues to listen to our podcast yes thank you so much and to anyone who's graduating this year congratulations, congratulations. you did ah! honestly have a, like such an incredible graduation yes. celebrate enjoy I know it's so hard to be in the moment I know there's so many things that are uncertain but do your best to stay in that moment because you only get one college graduation. You only get to c- celebrate that like once unless you go to grad school, but that's a different type of graduation, <laughs> you know? So just stay in that moment and yeah. live in it. You deserve it. You worked hard. You worked so far. You made it, dude. You, you did it. it. You did it. That class that you were nervous about passing that you needed to graduate, you passed it. Par. <laughs> and now you don't even, have- honestly, that's a huge thing about postgrad that I love. You don't got to worry about schoolwork. No more grades baby it's all what you want to do exactly per well you can find us on instagram at completely fucking clueless and on tiktok at completely f-c-k-i-n-g clueless per please follow us we're making a bunch of fun content for people who are graduating we're doing a series on tiktok right now called tips tricks and troubles to post-grad life where we give our views and tips and tricks and troubles and our, our big old failures oh yes to uh, post-grad but yeah so make sure to check it out and rate and review it really yeah. does we hit 60 reviews on spotify yesterday and sarah and i were just so excited like 60 is not that big a number but we were like oh it's my something. god it is something i'm like par so to everyone who has already thank you very much yes thank you guys so 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 much And we will see you next Tuesday. Don't forget to go out there (laughs) and be clueless. (laughs) Bye. Bye.